What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcast Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jane I, and we're here, of course, with the President of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? I was just sending out a very powerful truth. Mm. Uh, you know, they're trying to do this threads. Have you heard of threads? Yeah, it's a, a new social media a, platform. Uh, what a stupid site. It's, I don't think it's doing too strongly, to be honest. A lot of people are going and, oh, look, I'm on threads. They'll be off threads in, you know, two weeks. And Truth Social will still be going strong, very socially, as well as very truthfully. And now Ivanka and I are just friends right now and truth okay what you have to do you know this you, you know they can get they call it engagement you know you have to yes. talk to the people so they go oh yes okay now i can support you because you responded to my truth with social well what was that one app that was popular during the pandemic it was like everyone would like go into a room and see people talk Adult friend finder. Um, no, not adult friend finder. It was like basically you can like watch people have a podcast and um oh, what the hell was that? That was stupid. It was, and then yeah, it disappeared. It was, Everybody's like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be the next rooms. big thing. It was like rooms or some stupid thing. Yes, and then, awful. And it was blacks. I think blacks were leading it. That's why all the woke white people were like, Well, if the blacks are doing it, let's we better get on whatever the hell this is. And guess what? Nope, didn't have the staying power of Truth Social. <laughs> I understand that. Um, and Tiffany so just I, ate her food. Good girl, Tiffany. <laughs> how is the family? How is um, how's uh, how's Baron doing? Is he outgrowing another crate? Oh, Bartholomew, Bezabel. Melania's child. Melania's child. Oh, Lurch, the guy walking around with, with <laughs> melatonin. Oh, well, he, yes. you know, he got a concussion the other day. He hit his head on a doorway. <laughs> uh, he's he, this, this guy. He's, you know, this guy, uh, Victor Where's Waldo, the guy who got first pick in the black draft. Yes, I uh, I saw some highlights National of his Black in the second game. It's basketball, but yes. Oh, I know what they're. Excuse me. I think I know what they're playing. Of course, they're playing basketball. <laughs> but the, the the Negro Black Association, they they picked a guy, and I tell you what, melatonin's, uh, you know the guy, the the, the uh, Lurch, uh, Balenciaga. He's this guy. I think he's taller than Victor Wereswalda. He's that tall. He is that tall. So, but they won't let him into the Black Association now because it's racist. It's racist. But we'll see. When I'm back in the White House, we'll have to probably break up the Negro Black Black Association, and uh, so that finally somebody like uh, uh, Balenciaga can get in there with uh, Maleficent, his mother. Well, Mr. President, um, lots lots of stuff going on in the news, and you, you seem very relaxed. You, you notice this? You remember how how, say, 
everything was calm when I was present. That's sleepy Jesus, and everything's going to hell. Everything's going to hell. And not in a handbasket, by the way. He's not no. even providing a handbasket. That's whoever thought we'd be going to hell as a country and we wouldn't even have a handbasket. This is handbasketless hell. I don't. <laughs> okay. Is that what it's called? It's like a rude, it's like a more rude version of hell. Oh, well, I'm in hell. At least I got a handbasket, Satan. No, not in the not in Sleepy Joe's hell. We don't even provide handbaskets. Oh, wow. This is really, a, I didn't think hell could get worse. But in, under Sleepy Joe, it's a lot worse. Now, there keeps, there's so many clips coming out of him falling again, slipping upstairs again misspeaking to the point where he sounds like he's being possessed by something or he'll talk about something and then he's like and uh as far as we go this country we are going to be strong and he doesn't even know what he says like he's being possessed it's so scary why is he he's trying to he's trying to speak in tongues to appeal <laughs> to the strong christians like i have that's what he's probably trying to do. And they don't fall for it. They don't fall for the tongues. Sleepy tongues. That's what they call them in the church. <laughs> Sleepy tongues. No, thank you. <laughs> well, it looks like they might as well just name you the new president again. Well, what did I say? Everybody said, oh, you should, oh, this is not going to work. Oh, no, sir, you hopefully try. No, people see what's happened to our country. They see what's happened to our country. They see, you know, and before I get to sleepy Joe, okay, before we put him to sleep permanently with strong <laughs> peace, I have to say, I'm still disappointed in these Republicans who are running for, like, what the hell are they doing? I mean, it's in, I'm almost, if they weren't going against me, you know, I have to stay strong and competitive with them. Right. But if they weren't going against me, if this was happening in the Democratic Party and you had like 10 nut jobs gaining, you know, half a percent, I'd be like, you're embarrassing. It's it's sad. It's sad to see so many of these Republicans embarrassing themselves. None more than Rhonda Suckass. It kind of reminds me of like you're sitting there at a meal eating your food. And strongly. all the scraps that <laughs> strongly, and then all the scraps that kind of fall off your plate and go on the floor that the dog would eat. That's the Santa's eating that like and, and all the other guys. Yeah. Like a dog. Exactly. The dog would eat it like a dog. And <laughs> I think it's very sad. And then, and then when DeSantis is done eating it, he takes a poop and that poop, Mike Pence walks over and licks the poop. That's how sad his campaign is. Well, I was going to talk about both of them because there's fundraising issues going on with uh, the other Republican candidates. DeSantis raising a ton of money and then spending a ton of money, but really not making an impact at all. No, Ron DeSantis, yes. excuse me, Ron DeSantis has to raise money. He raises money. I guess people look and say, oh, okay, Florida's doing okay. And DeSantis, he's a Harvard-Yale guy, so, you know, he's a young guy. These are all positive things. Florida's not so bad. 
He's young. He's got good diplomas. And then you meet Ron DeSantis. You meet him. And you go, no, thank you. I'll pass. Because he's got no charisma. He's not friendly. He's not nice. He's not charismatic. So you don't, this is not somebody you want to lead you. So it's like he gets the donations from people who've never met him. Then they meet him and go, now nah, I'm going to vote for somebody else. You suck, the suck ass. And then he starts trying to flood with ads to make them forget that they just met him and don't like him. Do you think it has anything to do with um, any decisions he's made in Florida and he's not really good at spinning any of them? I think you're pretty good at like spinning a lot of stuff and showing the people um, it's not what the, the press is making it out to be. It's what you're really trying to do with it. I don't think he's very good at that, like personalizing his decisions and his policies. Um, what are your you thoughts heard, on this? You ever heard the phrase, you use a hammer when you need a scalpel, meaning like a surgeon, you need to sometimes surgically do things, but instead you bring a hammer and back. He's like a hammer. He's mm. like a hammer. You know, it's like I always say, when you get a Russian hooker pregnant, you want to use a scapel, not a hammer. And Vlad Putin, I got to tell you this story. Or, you know, take it off the record later. Vlad Putin, that's where the yes. phrase comes from. Because I would be having strong sex with a Russian hooker. And then she would say, Donald, I think I'm pregnant. And then I would bring in, you know, my pro-life abortion doctor that I, you know, who'd travel with me. Like I just had an, yes. an abortion doctor who just <laughs> like my sidekick, you know, Batman, like your had Robin. I, Batman had Robin. I had uh doctor slash and slit and he would, he would cut it, you know, he'd do that. And then Putin would walk in with a big sledgehammer and say, why do all surgery, Donald? I have solution. Kill Svetlana right now. And one time he did, you know, I slept with a lot of these beautiful Russian hookers and got a lot of them pregnant, but pro-life. And, but he got one before I could say no. He swung that hammer and he bashed the shit out of her head. I mean, this woman, it looked like Game of Thrones. And I was like, Vlad, you could have waited till I was out of the vagina before you bashed her head all over my head. And he goes, I get to a new room in Hotel Donald. And we laughed, we left, we left the room and we laughed. But then from that moment on, I had to have my sidekick with me, Dr. Slash and Slit, because he'd have to be there right away because Vlad would be like, oh, did you get uh, Olga pregnant? I go, no, 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 we got the, it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to throw out the whore with the whore water. And uh, so we would, you know, so it's, in other words, my philosophy has always been use a scalpel instead of a hammer when you can sort of, sometimes you need a, sometimes you need a hammer, let's be honest. You know, I was dealing with China and North Korea. I brought a hammer and they respect me for it. If I'd come with a scalpel, they would have said, no, and they would have not respected <laughs> our country. But now they respect it. So I can go meet with Xi with a scalpel next time because he knows I've got the hammer. And Ron DeSantis is all hammer. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, you know, sees a gay person eating a sandwich, he wants to nuke the sandwich shop. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's out of control with this guy. It's like, okay, you want to deny them the vote, uh, a chance at medical care or to have families. Okay, that's totally fair in the Republican Party. We, we accept that. But this guy shows up and wants to nuke. Oh, I think that 
that person gave him that man gave another man a hug, blow up the entire town with a nuclear weapon. That's his method. So it's you have to be subtle and strong like me. And uh, that's what we do. It's very, very good. Episode of the year so far. I think this is going to be another contender. <laughs> also, uh, Mike Pence, he has only raised $1.2 million. And even sadder, he has not qualified for the first debate yet. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do Mike Pence a favor. You can even some money. Remember Manly Man Mike Pence? That's going to be our new nickname yes. for him instead of Small Gay Mike Pence. Manly Man Mike Pence. Hello, Manly Man. I'm going to start having my people donate to Mike <laughs> Pence because I want him on that debate stage. I don't want to debate without Mike Pence. I want to. I want to. He's going to. He's going to beg for the for the guillotine on January sixth. He's going to beg that those men had hanged him when I'm done with them. And that'll be fun. So no, I want I want my supporters to start donating $1 to small gay Mike Pence, manly man Mike Pence. Let's get him on that debate stage. Let's get Mike Pence on that debate stage for one more emotional pantsing. <laughs> President, there's also someone who may be throwing uh, their name into the race and doing it in a very silly, strategic fashion, but it's going to help you out. Joe Manchin. Are we still doing gambling? No, no, no gambling. No gambling. I'm sorry. We're Before we get to, um, we, we do have a couple of sports stories. So do you, I wanted to talk about Joe Manchin. Okay. Well, I like mansions. Okay. Um, but before, by the way, interesting. You didn't bring that up. You bring up Joe Manchin, but you don't bring up the fact that I own a mansion. It's called bias. You have many mansions, don't you? I have a lot of properties. I don't like to brag, though. You know that. Very well, humble. I, I just wanted to. We're going to talk about him and throwing his name into the race, but there, there's a few sports stories I wanted to get to before we go back to political news. Um, did you watch Wimbledon finals? I know you're a huge fan of the Joker. Uh, you know, first he wins, he wins the NBA finals and then he gets right in there and no, no, no Vax, no Vax Jokic. He just gets in there yeah. and wins the tennis. It was a, this guy has got to be the greatest athlete we've ever seen. And, uh, and no vaccine, by the way, I respect that. He didn't win though. Well, the, you know, the woke, we call them woke Wimbledon. They decided, no, it's. We have to give it to a little Geico caveman. Have you seen this guy, Alcatraz? He kind of looks like a Geico caveman he, like a, with a glow up. He does, but he is um, really good. And at 20 years old, um, a champion. Now, do you know how old Boris Becker was when he won it? 17. 17 years old that is crazy i saw that stat the other day everyone was saying 20 year old 17 year old so you're in high school and you win wimbledon that's pretty nice and he was german he was german do you realize that he, the potential he might have had if he had gone into politics if he was already that dominant at 17 even other german leaders were not that dominant at such a young age that's all i'm going to say 
there were certain Germans who developed into strong leaders, but they weren't champions at 17. If Boris Becker had just decided to yell a little bit more, grow some interesting facial hair, he could have been, I mean, we're talking about a, a, a very rare phenomenon. But he dedicated to tennis, and it's a quality sport, so I respect that. What do you think about the Women's World Cup? Uh, begins on. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Messi? Uh, arguably, probably the world's best soccer player ever. Um, he is now playing in... MLS, which is considered probably the worst soccer league in the world. <laughs> and he is playing for Miami, who is the worst soccer team in MLS right now. No, I mean, you don't name a sports league after Lou Gehrig's disease. That's your first problem. You know, it's sort of setting a very bad president for your league where you say oh mls let's let's do this and i think that was a mistake but messi is actually i've seen him he's actually not messy i was expecting to see like a very sloppy guy but he's actually very sort of clean cut and great talent you know soccer is obviously a very weak uh very weak international sport but but i respect the fact that he's a wealthy guy he's beautiful women and Great talent and also coming to Miami. You know who lives near Miami, tech stuff? You do. Exactly. So I'm thinking, even though I'm not a big soccer guy, I am thinking about inviting Messi uh, to Mar-a-Lago. We're going to call it Mar-a-Lago Messi. <laughs> and the theme will, of course, be Roger Stone's wife. And How many balls you can put in the goal? <laughs> well, we already know that Messi has not scored this many goals. We know that, <laughs> but she will make. They will make a mess of her to honor Messi, and uh, and then he can kick a soccer ball between her legs, uh, if you know what I mean. At the end of the party, that's, that's how she finishes. People go where the soccer ball go. Uh, <laughs> magic trick. <laughs> um, this president, I wanted to get to, like I said before, uh, Joe Manchin is thinking about being a third party POTUS running for the, the no labels party. And if isn't, he does isn't that this, ma- yes. isn't that Master P's? Isn't that Master P's record label? No I think it's no records? limits. No limit. Well, have you, however you pronounce it. No labels, you know, Master P. We're going to call Joe Manchin Master P Manchin. What a what a leathery son of a bitch he is. We call him Leathery Joe, which is definitely an improvement over Sleepy Joe. But no, we I strongly endorse I strongly endorse him running for for president. You should because if he does run, he's basically going to assure 100% that you become president. Exactly. You should actually so, probably run a campaign ad for him. So leathery Joe Manchin, we support you. Very strong candidacy. Yeah, you're very leathery. 
many of the people in your state don't have teeth or running water or health insurance or anything. So you've done a hell of a job. You're probably the most Republican Democrat we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And if he, if he wants to run a, a unity ticket, UNITY, I would welcome him as a possible vice president to join me on a, how about that for a powerful ticket? Trump mansion. And then we start selling Trump mansions as sort of like a powerful branding. Let's go branding. I like the idea. What would these special um, Trump mansions have? There has to be some sort of special thing with them. Well, there's a tanning bedroom, of course, because we're both very tan. I'm naturally tan, but he definitely uses a tanning bed. He's so leathery. Um, There'd be each backyard would come with its own coal mine to honor the great traditions of West Virginia. And And, uh, you know, and it would have an outhouse to be to honor the traditions of West Virginia instead of a normal bathroom, you'd have an outhouse. And instead of the master bedroom, it would be called the cousin consummating room. (laughs) So very traditional, very in keeping with traditions. We respect traditions, West Virginia, very strong Republican state. And we want to keep honoring those traditions. And I think a Trump mansion ticket would be a hell of a thing. But if he doesn't want to run with me, I encourage him to run under no limit records and uh, to see uh, what the hell happens there. As he would takes you votes encur- leathery Joe taking votes from sleepy Joe. It's a beautiful thing. If there was a Trump mansion, would you ask him to change his spelling of his last name? So it's spelled just like the word mansion for no because, no, because in West Virginia, that's actually how people spell mansion, like a house. <laughs> it's you got to respect the tradition. We're about tradition tech stuff. We're not trying to be woke and change everything. And uh, and we'll hand out free opioids at all our campaign rallies. That's for once. For once, oxy. <laughs> that's the slogan. <laughs> Trump Mansion 2024. Who the hell wants Oxy? I I think you can win it for that, for sure. Uh, Who doesn't want want some Oxy? Well, come over here, beautiful (laughs) West Virginia woman. I see that you no longer have teeth, which will facilitate this transaction very well. Just go down there and give me in, in West Virginia. They don't call it head. They call it gum. I'd say you want some oxy vote for me and give me some gum, darling. <laughs> That's a transaction. Now, Mr. President, before we get to our next story, um, just want to let all listeners know, I think we are 15 away from the president sitting down with Bartholomew Barton um out of the crate patreon.com slash mpga um tons of bonus material on there special guests we have live episodes movie reviews rage and brett's old show uh fred trump traditions um you don't want to miss out patreon.com slash mpga and sign up whatever level fits you mr president rfk jr 
some people say he is a little crazy and i think he has um uh followed that reputation here because he's now claiming something about covid that covid was invented um so it wouldn't get ashkenazi jews and chinese people sick it would spare them um, some people are coming out saying this is racist. Some people are coming out saying this is just crazy. Some people are coming out saying it's stupid. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think, honestly, if you're an Afghani Jew, you're probably a tough guy because they're not too friendly to Jews in Afghanistan. So if you if you grew up an Afghani Jew, you're probably very resistant to viruses anyway because you're sort of made of tough stuff. And... China, I think China could have made it that way. Um, I'm not saying it is. Excuse me, I'm not saying it, you know, but this is what they do at big tech and the woke media. He's asking me, but he's raising an important issue. And people want to silence him. I think that's very disgusting. I mean, it's called free speech. It's called debate. And I think... Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is, he might be wrong. I'm not saying he's right. He, he, he might be wrong. He may be, he may be, you may be right. You know, remember Billy Joel? You may be right, but you may be wrong. Bam, bam, and bam, bam. Oh, Bobby Kennedy's a psycho. He thinks Jews and Chinese did it. But I think his wife from Curb Your Enthusiasm is kind of hot. Anyway, we're working on that one. But uh, the point is, it could have been. It could be COVID was built to avoid Jews and Chinese people. It could have been. You know, you didn't see anybody. Let me ask you this. Have you been to a Chinese restaurant on Christmas and seen anybody getting COVID? No. I don't think so. Exactly. I wonder why that is. I know Ashkenazi Jews who got COVID, though. Well, you'll find the, uh, you know, the Ashanti Jews with Ja Rule. They'll be doing duets with Ja Rule, and they don't get sick when they're doing Chinese food on Christmas. So I think, I think if you look at some of the evidence, I'm telling you, I've walked by, you know, I used to live in New York, and I would walk by these Chinese restaurants, and they'd be full of the Steins and the Schwartzes and the Golds, and they'd be eating their Chinese food, very happy as I was going to have a strong Christian Christmas with my poor mistress while my <laughs> wife and kids were at home. But as I was going to have a strong Christian Christmas with my whore mistress bars, I would see all the Jewish people in Chinese restaurants not getting COVID. And I thought, no masks, no masks, just Chinese guy breathing on them while they brings the beef and broccoli and the general says chicken, by the way, very weak general. People don't know that. But uh, <laughs> and nobody getting COVID, nobody getting COVID. So it makes it, it just when Bobby Kennedy Jr. raises the question about the, uh, you know, the, uh, what were they, the, the Chinese and the uh, Aborigine Jews, you sort of say, oh, maybe there's something there, maybe there's not. But you have to do the research, you have to look into it. And you, you won't find out anything doing cancel culture. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, it's definitely interesting. 
uh, th- those comments, I, I mean, I thought he was getting some traction with the Democrats, but coming out with that, I think um, he basically buried himself. But we uh, will we'll see. Still, we'll find out. Maybe, maybe, but we're still going to, I think we're still going to support him with money to keep him in the race. So <laughs> for the entertainment value. More strong content. Can you imagine him debating Joe Biden? <laughs> he wouldn't get the name of the. He wouldn't get the name of the. Uh, um, Aborigine Jews, correct? He'd probably say something crazy like Ashkenazi, which isn't even a word. <laughs> Mr. President, I spent uh, most of my life on Long Island, and there was a serial killer loose for the past, I think, ten plus years. Um, the serial actually, killer. Excuse me. We actually call it Strong Island. I guess you don't know that. <laughs> Strong Island, and the serial killer. Um, he would kill sex workers, but he he doesn't have a good serial killer name. Have you? Do you know who I'm talking about here? What's this guy's name? I think he might have been a member of one of my clubs. What's his name? His, his serial killer. What's his name here? I'm gonna pull it up right now. His name is Rex Hoerman. Well, Hoerman. That's like how an Italian refers to a whore. You ever watch The Sopranos? The guy goes, he, she was a hua. So he's actually whoreman. It's right there. How could these police not find it? It's like, hello, I'm Rex. You know what Rex means? I'm going to give you a little Latin. Rex means king. His name means, put this in the title. All other titles are scrapped. King of the whoremen. He's King Whoreman. And they don't know that he's doing this. This is what, when you get a woke police force, this is what you get. The guy's walking around with a name that means King of Whores, man. And people are like, I don't know who it could be. I don't know who it could be. It certainly can't be that gentleman over there with dead hookers in his backyard calling himself King of the Whoreman. Rex Whoreman. It's right there. And nobody saw it because you have woke police. When the police go woke, they don't catch the bloke. That's what a friend in England told me. It's called an English bar. In English, they call it a flat instead of a bar, but a pub. It's instead of bars, they have pubs. So when you have a good rhyme in England, they go pubs <laughs> and instead of bars. So I am on fire, probably the greatest episode in the history of the podcast. Anyway, that's for off the podcast record. The point is, it's a very strong point. This is somebody is innocent until proven guilty. If it's called a justice system. But his name is Rex Hoerman. It seems like it's right there. But then it's called Strong Island. And they, you ever heard the phrase, only the strong survive? Yes, I've heard that phrase. And you've heard Strong Island, you've heard people refer to it as Strong Island? Mm-hmm. So what if King Hoerman, if I can call him that with respect, mm-hmm. uh, what if he was simply saying, well, as king of Strong Island, it's up to my. It's up to me to make sure the whores are strong, man. That's why they call me Rex Horman. And he was simply testing the mer- merchandise and seeing who is worthy of being a Long Island sex worker. You know, this reminds. This is almost. This is somebody who I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun here. 
even though we like jumping the gun because it's strong Second Amendment, it's, I'm getting a sort of Roy Den Hollander feeling from this, <laughs> that this is somebody who was very committed to, first of all, nobody's giving him credit for being woke and progressive, even though he's using sex workers. I thought he'd get some credit for that. No, no, because he's actually, he's tough. He was testing the, the whores and not all of them made it. But you can't be strong <laughs> island. It's not called, it's not called weak island. It was like a reality show called Strong Island. I think it was a reality show. They should have filmed it if they didn't. I think we should reenact this and do a, do a reality show. Sex workers come to Strong Island and they meet Rex Whoreman. And only the strong survive. And at the end, you don't get a rose though. You get like a, HPV vaccine, a box of condoms, or or plan B. And like when he gives you the plan B, it means you've been selected for sex work. And at the end of the reality show, you have 19 dead hookers and one wins. And that's the one. And you are crowned uh uh Regina whore man, queen whore man. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. And I think this is somebody where you have to look into it's somebody obviously with talent and tenacity and and a taste for titties that's four t's that's a lot of tea i'm spilling blacks he doesn't have a, a serial killer name though ted bundy john wayne gacy jeffrey dahmer jack the ripper rex who were well okay jack jack the ripper i mean that's i don't think that was his birth certificate name. okay harold shipman was. But, but I just explained to you, Rex, first of all, Rex sounds strong, like a dog. You name a dog Rex, it puts its teeth in the hooker and it doesn't let go. <laughs> and poor man, his name fits better. This would have been like if Ted Bundy's name was Ted Coed Killer. <laughs> or if John Wayne Gacy was John Wayne Bisexual Killer. <laughs> or Jeffrey Dahmer's name was Jeffrey Edom. You wouldn't say it was bad. You'd it's, say it was good branding. The point is, go to a go to a podcast store. We're selling merch, Rex Herman T-shirts. We're raising money for his defense. Possible vice presidential candidate on my 2024 ticket. I mean, I'm sort of giving breaking news here. But we have to vet him. He has to be vetted, obviously. But right now, I see somebody who sort of, he kind of combines a Hunter Biden sort of sexual appetite with, mm -hmm. with like a like a Roy Den Hollander sort of men's rights patriotism. So I think that's, I think we're talking about somebody who we have to keep an eye on. So uh, Rex Horman, I'm sure my friend Jeffrey Epstein is looking down on you from heaven right now saying, I like what I see. <laughs> All right. Well, President, the last piece of news I want to talk to you about is that there is a, a new police commissioner in New York City. The former commissioner, I think, only lasted uh, 18 months, I think. And now it was it was the first black woman to be police com commissioner. And now we have the first Latino um, police commissioner. So the former one was Keychant Seawall. And now we have Edward. Caban. Okay, well, 
Uh, you think this is like super woke for New York? I mean, we're just going first. Uh, to, the be first, honest, the first. to be honest, I think we're going in the right direction. Adams came in and probably thought he'd go the most woke. And I got to say that. I got to say, a lot of white cops, a lot of white Trump-loving cops actually liked uh, uh, chant? Ki- Kiki, Kiki Seawall, SeaWorld. I liked Kiki SeaWorld um, because they actually thought she was good. And I said, look at that. Maybe it wasn't a woke decision, you know, because you can't say it's woke. It can be woke. But sometimes you hire a black woman because she's actually good at the job. Not because you're being woke. And I don't think I think when I heard from, you know, I I talked to several white cops, Irish and Italian, and I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. they were actually um they said that i couldn't tell they they either said that n-word or that c seawald is actually doing a good job and ed burns the very angry police union guy i mean this guy i thought i liked cops this guy this guy would put a cop's dick in his mouth while giving de blasio the middle finger that's how much he loved and stood up for cops he said she was good so i trust them i trust that if the if the white cops could stop beating up black teens for a few minutes to say, you know what, that black lady's pretty good, then she must have been good. So um, I think Black Lady Sketch Show was, uh, you know, seemed to be doing a good job. So maybe it wasn't woke. Now we have to say, but I think going from a black lady to a Latin man, I think that's a good direction to go in because you're getting lighter, you're getting more masculine. And if he, 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 he was a cop, you know, he might be, he might be a hardcore Republican because I'm doing very well with Latinos for Trump. So I think we're going in the right direction. And hopefully by the next commissioner, uh, we have, you know, sort of a Klan member, a white Klan member as commissioner. And then we know we're having strong law enforcement. So I don't know that this is totally woke. I think it it could be woke, but I think I think it might be good also. So, we, you know, we want to wait and see. We want to wait and see. We don't want to judge. That's what the left does. They judge. They're racist. We're not racist. We're going to give J.L. Caban a chance to be a commissioner, or as he might say, El Commissioner. Mr. President. But but honestly, it won't surprise me if he ends up, you know, raping a bunch of people because he is Latino. But I say that, you know, I say, I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying, you know, they're not sending us their best from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx or he worked in the Bronx. They don't send us their best. This is why I, you know, it's my least favorite part of Mexico. Well, Mr. President, I think this may be a nominee uh, for her episode of the year. Um, appreciate you spending uh, another, another uh, episode with us. Also, I want to announce for the Patreon Patriots, we are, um, doing the live episode, our our live episode on, we're doing it the 31st, I have, oh, I'm in the wrong month, I'm sorry. Um, yes, the 31st, no, are we doing it the 27th, I'm sorry, 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern time, that's July 27th for the live episode, 9 p.m. Eastern time on July 27th. That is a Thursday. That is a Thursday for everyone. 
Um, also, if you are in Suffern, New York, I'll be at Rhino Comedy Club August 19th at 8 p.m. And um, some more dates coming. Um, Mr. President, the floor is yours. Uh, thank you, Tech Steph. This was a very strong episode. I look forward to the title. Uh, hey, everybody, it's JL. It was me the whole time. Um, quickly, if you're still listening, my special tall boy is on my homepage of my website or it's on my YouTube channel. Go watch it. Go let all the ads play. I lost my job recently, so the least you can do is watch the special for free, but let the ads play. Um, I will be in Princeton, New Jersey, following the footsteps of Tech Stuff uh, on the 28th and 29th at Catch a Rising Star, so get your tickets to that. Um, one show each night. I will be, where will I be? I'm still working. I think I will be in Seattle and Portland in October. I will definitely be in Los Angeles. Ticket ticket link is now on my website for my two shows on October 20th in LA. Uh, oh yeah, Harrisburg Comedy Zone, uh, September 15th and 16th. Um, I'll be at the US Open uh, just watching tennis uh, Labor Day weekend. If you're not a broke bitch, maybe I'll see you there. But otherwise, sorry, don't hate the player. Uh, <laughs> I'll be at the Sphere in Las Vegas. <laughs> not performing just watching you too but if any of our <laughs> platinum player members are there i'll see you there otherwise don't be jealous um these are all things i purchased when i still had a job so in other words <laughs> to afford my luxurious lifestyle even though all these bills are paid off uh feel free to order a cameo from me join our patreon join my patreon watch my special for free Buy the special of the album on iTunes. Check out all my other stuff on iTunes. So if you're feeling generous, uh, feel free to, you know, buy some stuff or watch some stuff. None of you are listening anymore. So God help us all. <laughs>